Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and as the Seahawks wrapped up day one of the 2020 NFL Draft, John Schneider and Pete Carroll met with reporters online to talk about how the first round went and what went into that pick of Jordan Brooks. Of course, so many expected the Seahawks, based on their past history, to trade down out of that pick. They ended up staying put this year, and a big part of that is because John Schneider says the Seahawks, they had a trade that fell through at the last moment, and Brooks was the best player they had on their board, and has the type of grit that the Seahawks look for in a player. Real excited, obviously, with Jordan. Uh, We took the best player on the board. Uh, Actually had a trade set up a little bit to go back... um, a little bit. I can't tell you where, but uh, uh, fell through at the very at the very last minute, and bang, and he was still there, and so it worked out great. Really, really excited to to add a real tough, uh, great person. You know, Jordan's the youngest; it's seven. He's got a he's got a twin sister. He's he's been through a lot. He's overcome a lot. He's got a ton of grit. Uh, he's our kind of guy. Uh, can fly two hundred thirty three pounds and ran four four six, and and uh, you know, just just a uh great kid he had a great formal interview uh at, at the combine and um he's just a real passionate kid Fo- football football's the deal for this guy uh started out in Houston or in Dallas moved to Houston you know was uh you know was homeless for for a while there and he's just got that 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 grit that we we always talk about and that edge that chip on the shoulder and and uh, we're excited to get him in his pro in the program. You know, his junior year he played kind of out in space a little bit, kind of as like a like a little bit of a a, a a rover in in the Big Twelve. And then last year he played inside, and you know went through a new staff. The Utah staff came down there and really adjusted and and, and did a great job with the the, uh, uh, the strength coach. Did a great job working with him, and and he bought in and he really ripped it up this year and had a great great uh he did a great job after the season getting ready for uh throughout the season and then in the off season what he did at the combine was was phenomenal and a lot of guys with a lot of conviction on the guy josh graff and and matt Barry, the two guys that went into the school had a ton of conviction on him although schneider didn't want to address it there in that question it came out through the media that it was the green bay packers who were trying to trade up, who ultimately traded up one pick ahead of the Seahawks. They initially had that trade lined up with John Schneider and Seattle, but were able to move up one more pick ahead of the Seahawks. One of the things that John Schneider mentioned there was the type of grit that Brooks has, and Seattle tends to look for players who have fought through adversity, and Brooks dealing with that experience of homelessness in his childhood. Pete addressed some of the things about that which came out in their interview with him. We talked about being really hard. It was, it was a hardship and it was, it was something that was most memorable to him that, you know, they had to get through it and, and find a way. And uh, he came across like, you know, it, they were able to handle it. They stuck together as a family. They figured it out and, and made it through it. And I think they were stronger for it. It's, it really seemed like he, he has learned lessons and along the way that has made him the kind of uh, person that he is. And, and that was part of his, his experience that was impacting. His mom, his mom is a real rock. This lady's must be an incredible. I've never met her. Uh, she must be very incredible. Uh, reminded me a lot of the the, the story with um, um, Donald Driver, who we were in Green Bay with. I, I did get a chance to visit with her, and she was she was very excited, but also um, 
very strong. She, she came across real strong and, and promised me that he would, you know, he would bring his best and, you know, give the program everything he had and all that kind of stuff. It was really a, an excellent phone call. The Seahawks also look for experienced leaders in college and guys who tend to be team captains. And one of the things that Pete Carroll says is that his leadership in college really came out in their interviews with Brooks. Well, I, I, I was in the interview at the combine, and, yeah. and uh, this guy blew us away there. He was he was awesome. Um, confident, uh, clear, had a plan, um, knew, knew how to express to us what, what was important to him. He was clear about all of that. He just really just was on, on point. So I, I think, you know, his confidence, because he performed young and, and sophomore and then junior and, and all the way throughout and recognized as a leader throughout all of that time, that's just bolsters the heck out of a kid. And, and, and he, he, he handled it really well. And so it just came across. It was just, it was, he's looking you in the eye. He's talking straight to you. He's telling you where he's coming from. He was working it, you know, to, to come and bring, put his best foot forward in the meeting with us. And he kicked ass, you know, so uh, it was really, really well done. The selection surprised a lot of Seahawks fans because Jordan Brooks wasn't a player routinely in the mock drafts, especially in the first round. The Seahawks general manager says mock drafts don't mean a whole lot after about the first half of the first round. You know, once you get past, you know, call it 15 to 16, 18, right in there, uh, you know, the mock draft stuff kind of, you know, no disrespect. I mean, it's entertainment. I get it. I, I love it. I, I used to, I couldn't wait for Paul Zimmerman's thing to come out in SI all the time um, at this time of the year, but it 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 gets it, it gets to a point where we, where you rely on your uh, your pro scouting staff, especially you know, so like Nolan Teasley and Willie and 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 DJ and those guys to say, hey, this is what the team needs are. This is this is what if I was running this team, this is what I would want to add, and uh, so that's really how you try to project where people are going to go. And, and when, when people aren't talking about players, yeah, you get, that's, that's when you get pretty nervous. And Jordan was, was clearly one of those players. And, uh, uh, at the combine, I, I totally stayed away from him. I didn't talk to him at the combine. I just evaluated all the different interviews. Uh, senior bowl was great. Uh, our guys spent a ton of time with them. And uh, everybody came away from from that very impressed. So just what is it about Jordan Brooks that impresses the Seahawks the most? Pete Carroll says Brooks is versatile and could be fighting for playtime right away. We just uh, found a guy that really could check all the boxes. Um, We love his attitude. Like John said, it's just his mentality. Just really, really on it. Uh, His versatility, he's played, like John said, he played the first couple of years. His playing time was outside in more in space this last year they changed schemes and put him really in a position where he was a lot of the time he was responsible for the quarterback and would chase the quarterback and spy him and so he, he was up in the line of scrimmage and pressuring so we've seen him do a variety of, of things that give him uh the, the scope of ability that he can play inside or outside for us um we've got we've got good players you know inside that we love we love bobby and kj and what they've done and we're going to give this guy a chance to see where he can fit in you know he'll be uh, we'll We'll work the competition so that we can, un, you know, uncover exactly what's best, and um, and really think that he's got a chance to be fighting for playing time right away. Uh, you know, Cody Garden did a great job for us last year, so it'll be a very competitive situation, just like we like. Uh, Jordan is all about competition. He's got a great head on his shoulders. I really like that he has a lot of respect for Bobby and KJ. Uh, he, he he knows of them and he's followed them and he's looked up to those guys. Um, 
Bobby, the, the first call I got was from Bobby. He wanted to have uh, his tech, tech information so he could get to him right away and um, just just right. So uh, we need we always need to get faster and get tougher on defense no matter what spot we're talking about. And, and Jordan will fit that perfectly, and we're really excited to add him to, add him to our defense. You know, hearing that Bobby Wagner was one of the first calls through says a lot about the culture that Coach Carroll has fostered with the team. Pete goes on to talk about what stood out most during their interview with him at the Combine. Really uh, clear communicator, um, strong attitude, um, really set his uh, set us in a comfortable place knowing that he's going to be a tough guy coming in to, to prove it. Uh, you know, not this big, flowery, big-time big time guy. He was hard-nosed, uh, work ethic kind of mentality that we really just, just we accepted right off the bat. So came across great. The Seahawks were also impressed with his consistency in college. And one thing that stood out to them is how Brooks is going to approach the game with passion and kind of in a similar way to other top professionals Seattle has had at linebacker. This is what he's all about. And you you can see he's going to be like KJ and, you know, Cody and, and, and uh, um, Bobby, the way he's going to approach the game, because it's, it's, it's really what he's got. It's his passion. He, he, he's bound and determined to make it. I don't mean to be leaving anybody else out. The really good linebackers we have here, but you know, they have had here, but those guys obviously kind of stand up. I think that consistency really is speaking to the makeup of the kid. You know, his, his staying power, and they recognized that early in him, he was able to maintain it and hold it up and, and perform and produce over a long period. It's a really good characteristic for, you know, some a performer. And so it just gives us so much confidence in picking a kid. It was uh, really a strong pick by us in, in that regard. All right, let's take a quick break. There's a lot more to come in this post-first-round draft press conference with Pete Carroll and John Schneider, including how they may have gotten a little bit of inside information considering there was a former coach of one of their current linebackers who is now the head coach at Texas Tech. We'll talk about that after the break. The three days of the NFL draft have wrapped up, but I like going back and hearing what the coach and general manager has to say with regard to the picks, just to get some insight to what they were thinking surrounding these picks. And I talked about it going into the break that they may have had some inside information. And that goes back to the fact that Matt Wells is the current coach at Texas Tech. He was also a coach at Utah State when Bobby Wagner played there. And John Schneider addresses how the familiarity with certain coaches plays a role in the scouting process. Matt Berry, our college scouting director, has a really good relationship with Matt. Matt's always great uh, for, for scouts when, when, when you go into a school. Um, haven't been to Utah state when he was there, you know, come and sit down with you and be very open with you. And, and, uh, he's going to do a lot of great things at Texas tech. And, and, uh, uh, so yeah, our, our, uh, both Josh Graff and, and, and Matt Berry, the guys that went in there. See what, what, what you have to understand is when you, when you, when you go to a school, the thing that I always harp on with the guys is kind of like, well, how, what did you feel like when you left the school? Like, where were you at? Because this is such a long process that we go through. And, uh, uh, they both of them had so much conviction about the person and, uh, you know, great player. Yes. But, you know, is he going to be able to overcome adversity and, and do the things that we, 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 you know, we admire in the players that we've drafted in the past. Doug, well, Doug wasn't drafted. Sorry, sorry, Doug, you get pissed if I said it. <laughs> but, uh, um, 
guys like that, just guys that we've drafted in the past that have overcome a lot of adversity and, and have that, that grit mentality. So what was it that attracted him to general manager John Schneider the most? Was it his speed and versatility at the linebacker spot? Yeah, it was it, it was a combination of those things, absolutely. Uh, and then the fact that, you know, he was able to transition so quickly, you know, with Matt Wells' staff this year at, at from, you know, the Utah State group, uh, the guys that went down to Texas Tech. And, uh, you know, when, you, when you're watching that, when you're watching that conference, uh, you know, there's a lot of speed on the field. There's a lot of area to cover. And this shows up all the time. Pete Carroll talks about how the scheme Brooks played while in college gave him a lot of freedom and it resulted in production that John Schneider says was off the charts. I, I think they tried to highlight him in this, this past regime um, in that they, you know, they put him in the middle of the defense. He really had a chance to really flow and run to the football. Uh, they gave him responsibility despite the quarterback, as I said. And so they, they, they entrusted in him to be the playmaker, kind of cover up for everybody. So um, there were, you know, the, the scheme gave him a lot of freedom to, to play football. And I, I uh, thought he he dwelled well in the, in that, um, but he, the fact that he's been outside and been in the edge and, and all that's really helpful to us for his versatility. So I think, but I think they they made a statement that they wanted him to try to make all the tackles, and he put him in a position to do that. And he he, he was you know he guy was involved with twenty percent of the plays, I mean, you know, the tackle. I mean, the guy the guys he was his production's off the charts. But you know, I think that staff obviously looked at him in a very similar manner that they did to, to Bobby. So, uh, you know, it was, a, it was incredibly helpful to be able to help evaluate that. Coach Carroll says that Brooks has a lot of similar traits to Michael Kendricks. And Pete says it's going to be fun to figure out how they're going to use him. He, he could. He could play outside. You know, uh, we played Michael Kendricks at that spot last year. He has a lot of similar traits. Um, behind the line of scrimmage is, is exciting to see a guy that runs that fast and, and comes downhill at you. So it's it's just a it's a really good situation. We're really not worried about it at all. Um, you know, we love the, the versatility in our players. KJ played inside and outside. You saw Barton play inside and outside. Bobby has been really the fixture inside. Um, so uh, everybody's got flexibility, and um, we're it, this is just going to be something really fun to figure out. While there may not be a particular spot identified for him to ultimately take over right now, Pete says they're going to put him in a position to excel early. Bobby plays in the middle, but the, the two other side, Will and Sam Backer, they, if you watch our film last year, they're inside and outside, coming off the edge, playing behind line of scrimmage. They really have to do all of it. So um, that's we, that's a, a great attraction to, for, for this kid for us. He can He'll definitely fit in. We're not even worried about it at all. It's just to situate the guys – it's really important for us to make good decisions with the young guys, particularly possibly in a shortened off season and an abbreviated preparation period that, that we put him in the right spot. We don't overdo it. Don't give him too much to do so that he can play fast and play aggressive like he has you know, shown in the past. So uh, that, that's the main thing for us to uncover as we get to him, make sure that we're doing the right stuff with him and, and position him so that he can excel early. And, uh, and then he'll be able to show us how far he can take it. So um, this is, like I said, it's just no problem at all. Um, there's a will and a sandbacker in the system playing around Bobby. And uh, KJ has great flexibility as well. So we'll work it out to make sure that we're maximizing and the opportunity for these guys to compete. Schneider went on to talk about how the philosophy coming into this draft was to find guys who can come in and be a pro right away. Well, I think just in, in, in general terms, you know, our philosophy was trying to trying to get players that uh, in the environment that we're in that can uh, um, 
you know, come in and act like pros right away. And, and it, this is one of them. It, there's no doubt in my mind, this guy's going to come in ready to go. And, and uh, again, we had, we had buying from, it was pretty, very cool. We had buying from, you know, uh, everybody, defense coordinator, loved them. Uh, Kenny Norton. And uh, it, it, I think, I think the, like where you play them and all that, I think just in general, um, when you look at our division, team speed, like, you know, like we'll figure it out. You know, that's not, that's not necessarily for today. Uh, the guy can fly and he, he's a run and hit guy. He's actually, he's actually a really good rusher from the a gap inside stuff with the a gap too. And, and, uh, he's just a very disruptive football player. Pete Carroll addresses from his perspective, the idea of finding pro ready players as a team priority this year. It is a priority. And, and John's guys have really taken to that thought um, again, under the new circumstances and all that, but it, it really, I, again, I would go back to just the overall package that he, that he presents his sincerity, uh, his work ethic, uh, his consistency, um, his clarity in his commitment and what, how, what this game means to him, um, how he has um, put together a mentality kind of that comes from his upbringing and, and the tough times and the challenges and, and a, you know, a great leader and from his mom that, that gave him great direction. All, all of those things, you know, came through and come through. And, and um, we, as you can hear, we can't say enough good stuff about who this kid is and what he's all about. So we're so excited to add a guy like that to our club, you know, because our, our guys look for, for players that, um, that will demonstrate that it really matters to them. Yeah, that's what they're really looking for and how they demonstrate that by their hard work and their effort, their sincerity and all of that. Um, this kid is going to, our guys are going to just embrace him immediately. He's just, cause he's just comes from the right stuff. He's going to be very humble and he's going to be very respectful too. And uh, that's also just adds to the attributes, you know, of a young kid coming in, uh, he'll be very respectful and, and, and our guys will feel that and he'll work to prove it. There's everything about him. There's just, this is just a guy that there's just no holes in. And so, um, Really, we can't say enough positive stuff about him in that regard. Finally, this last clip by Carol, I think really speaks to their draft approach and how it felt like they did enough work leading up to the draft that they didn't have to draft as much by need as they could draft to address the players who Coach Carroll says bring the team the highest end opportunity versus fitting them into a little shoebox. I think that the work that was done uh, in free agency uh, to Pick, pick players and put them where, where they, they fit into us allows us to be in this draft and take guys that, that bring us the, maybe the highest end opportunity uh, because we're not stuck on having to take a player at one particular position or to fit into a little uh, you know, shoebox. So um, I, I, we're in this, this draft to try to take guys that can impact us because they're special players and, and uh, not necessarily just to fill a need and try to hit a need. So uh, we're, we're wide open. I think we, we were really excited about the way this was coming down. It really fell into place. The whole board was wiped off just the way John's guys had figured it. And so um, it just kind of just fit and funneled just right. So now hopefully we can do the same thing in the second round and, and onward. And that does it for the day one press conference. I'll be looking to bring you the other press conferences later throughout the week, as well as some more interviews and analysis as we get a chance to look through more of these players that the Seahawks drafted. It's all coming up. So be sure you're subscribed SBNation.com slash NFL podcasts. Check fieldgoals.com throughout the week. Lots of work coming up this week. And of course, right here, a whole lot more to come. And until then, go Hawks.